Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 2 of Tea Time with Heretics. Uh, I'm back once again. I'm Mori, he, she, they. Uh, I have a tango again, and this time a little bit of Monster Mango Loco. And I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful and moronic co-hosts. Who the fuck are you calling moronic? <laughs> Bing has the brain you... cell! I have the brain cell today! Anyways, hi, I'm Bing. I use they them pronouns, and I am drinking a spice chai today, as well as water. Um, it is very nice because it has snowed the past couple days. They're feeling nice I'm, and cozy. I am. How dare you interrupt my stuff? I'm yeah, sorry. How dare you? I'm sorry. How go, dare you? Go. <laughs> I'm Acorn. I use it they pronouns. I'm currently drinking a hot chocolate. It's like a a funky one. I don't know. It's white chocolate. Um, I put it down and I can't find it. Whoops. Oh no. But is it's it hot chocolate lost? made with milk, not hot cocoa, and it sounds delectable except i don't drink milk is it apparently just there's a difference yeah oh, it's on the table i put it safe on the table guys you found it huzzah but yeah the difference between hot chocolate and hot cocoa is what you are mixing the chocolate into if you are mixing it into milk it is fully hot chocolate if you are mixing it into hot water it is hot cocoa who needs a warhammer podcast when we've got fun hot chocolate facts i mean for a while i was considering starting a cooking show yeah, that's we could still do that. We get a Patreon tier. We can do cooking streams every now and again. Oh my god, can you imagine Warhammer cooking? <laughs> no, that would be no, wild. Because we'd have to make corpse starch. Yeah, no, okay, but like, friendly Warhammer cooking, alright? I could cook like an orc. I mean... It would, just be, it would just be a roast. We could try and make some, some like, mushroom beer. Like the orcs. Maury, oh. wouldn't corpse starch just be gelatin? <laughs> um, you'd think so. TLDR, in a lot of places in the Imperium, they don't have enough supply of food, so to make sure that nutrients and energy is staying in the the food supply and to the, the, the food cycle for the, the Hive City, they will just have gangs of undertakers who roll around the city collecting up the dead and then mulch them down and mix them with, like, mushroom paste and tofu to make corpse starch bricks, which are then used to make just, like, normal food. It's, this, it's a staple this, food in many Imperium high cities. This brings okay. out a whole new meaning to bring out your dead. Bring out your dead! I'm not dead yet! <laughs> I feel happy! Bonk. It's 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 not pleasant, but at the same time, I kind of want to know what it tastes like. Well, we have corpses, as in dead animals, that we can purchase from the grocery store. It's not the same. I could, for legal reasons, this is a joke. I could provide you with a dead body. Who's we? Ap we appreciate the offer. Um, according to the internet. Uh, human meat tastes a lot like pork, so... It does. Pork is very, very similar in structure to human meat. Human meat is typically, if you're talking about it in like an edible sense, called ouvier. Don't ask how I know this. Ask I this already know it. how you know this. It's fine. But yeah, we. I'm sure we can substitute some pork for this mixture. Um, I will not partake, because I don't like mushrooms, nor tofu. I don't like the texture of either of those foods, but... If you try it, let me know how it is. Micellar protein? 
like corn meat? No. My cellar protein is from mushroom. Correct? Yeah, but it's not mushroom. It's. I will say it does have a different texture than mushroom, but the texture is like tofu. Yeah, and I don't like tofu. <laughs> Shut up, so. Shut up. Okay. Regardless, sure. you can tell me right. how it is afterwards. Of course, we'll we'll make corpse starch biscuits, and we'll we'll see how we go with that then. Anyways, speaking of horrifying before? things. I hear we're talking about the war in heaven, finally, even though the last episode was called the war in heaven. Yes, this is the war in heaven, part one, part two. Or war in heaven, part two, part part two electric one. boogaloo. Yeah, that works too. The war in heaven, part two, electric boogaloo. I don't think it's going to be a boogie. It's not. It's really not. Uh, so yeah, last time we had spoken about the somewhat flawless society that the Great Ones had their kind of like galactic control of all things the rise of the necrons here them kind of having a bit of civil war that they came out of and then them rocking up and meeting the old ones and being like hey can we please have immortality and the cure for our horrifying fucking space cancer to which the old ones said get fucked mate um ew who invited you <laughs> uh then they found god Gods. Then they found space vampires. Yeah, then they found fucking star vampires. Uh, and then they lost Spampires. their flesh. Spampires. And then they finally lost their flesh. Yeah, and then they finally lost their flesh. And after that, it's, like I said, it's um, the, the, the old ones rocking around the galaxy, like, raising up various different species. That was the last good point in 40k history. After that, it just gets worse. Actually, That's... there's a there's a brief period of a couple million years between like the end of the the war in heaven, and like a couple million years ago. Like there's a brief period of about like forty million years where everything's going kind of all right. But it, it hell like, yeah. Well, before the Necron tier, we actually had Peace Hammer. Then we had Warhammer. Then we had eh, it's kind of okay Hammer, and now we're back to Warhammer. Yeah, exactly. But for the meantime, we're always striving towards that goal of Peace Scalpel. Oh, we do love Peace Scalpel. Peace Scalpel 3000. Oh, no. The new TTRPG coming out in 2033. For legal reasons, this is a joke. That is not Absolutely. one of the Patreon Absolutely. It is entirely a joke. We are not creating Peace Scalpel 3000. I mean... Yet. <laughs> I'll add that Yet. Yes, yet. The the tentative, maybe, to string people along. Oh, God. You're not meant to tell them that, Maury. Shh, it'll be okay. This is what editing is for. <laughs> but... None of that get edited out. <laughs> oh, God, no. Who do you think? The only thing I edit out are my own nervous ums and ahs. Why can't you nervous? Why can't you edit out our ums and ahs? Because I don't know what's... You're always nervous. You have anxiety. <laughs> so do you! Yeah. I'm the one editing, though. I think I'm pretty good about ums and ahs. I at least try to be. Oh, yeah, I'm no. I've, I've become my so much like, more aware. My issue is likes and being, like, so... You, you just said something. like again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't um and ah, I say like, because it's a filler word that's different. I used to be terrible for that. 
But the Same. Necron tier, the the newly redubbed Necron, now that they lost their flesh, they they are meatless boys at this point, unfortunately. They broke How, out with their quarantine. They're all soulless boys, too. Oh yeah, they don't have fucking souls. Like, a human soul, or a living organism's soul, I think I said before, it shows up like a candle flame if you're looking at it through the immaterium. Um, the, the more powerful that soul is, or the more psychic that being is, the brighter the flame, ranging from like a candle flame up to a roaring bonfire. Um, the Necron do not have souls. They do not appear in the Immaterium at all. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. <laughs> so I'm looking through the chat to try and find the really fucking poetic thing that I wrote the other day. Oh no. Um, about what? May the light of my soul guide the space vampires home so I may be consumed and feel the void, my lover, once more. Aww. I, I wrote that at like 3am. 3am fucking poetry is the best kind of poetry. It is. Either that or like severely depressed, but then again, if you're writing poetry at 3am, you're it's going to be depressed. depressed. Yeah, yeah, you are not fully mentally stable if you're writing poetry at 3am, probably. I mean... This wasn't even writing poetry, this is just to you guys in our group chat. <laughs> yeah, that checks. But the newly redubbed Necron, uh, they burst out of their containment, immediately fucked up the old one, like, patrol detachment that was guarding their, like, few solar system stellar empire, um, and oh, then know, immediately just started- a few solar systems. Just a few! A handful of stars! Nothing Yeah, really. just, a, just a small empire, just a couple solar systems, nothing big. Fine. Who cares about a couple of stars? Exactly. Uh, the issue is we they then immediately the started. They should have cared about the stars. They should have just helped them because they immediately started fucking everything. Like something that the the ancient Necron were fucking infamous for is called the Red Harvests. Oh no. Yeah. Take note, listeners, because someone just helping someone to save an awful lot of bad will become a running theme. <laughs> I have said countless times before, like, when talking about Shakespeare and shit, I, I am a m big sucker for tragedy for the purpose of comedy. I think it is excellent. Like, the, the three guards in Much Ado About Nothing. Mm, beautiful. Fucking hilarious. Romeo and Juliet? Fuck off and die. Tragedy- Miscommunication for the purposes of tragedy infuriates me to an endless fucking degree, and I don't know what's different about 40k when it does it. Uh, Never read autism. Othello. Yeah, no, I I know about Othello. I fucking hate Othello. Othello <laughs> made me so mad because like he could just literally talk to his fucking wife and everything would be yeah. solved. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's why are you taking advice from here. the guy who literally wants to see you burn? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they they did something called the Red Harvests, which is basically they start going out en masse and scouring entire planets for basically any and all living organisms, especially, especially psychers, because they just want things with the most powerful souls. This is, the, like, the command and behest of the Satan, because the Satan ate, like, all Necron souls. They are not stopping there. Uh, <laughs> they wanted more. So basically, they turned the entire Necron Please, species... Sir, can I have some more? Please, sir, more? have some flesh. More? <laughs> flesh? Flesh? <laughs> I just find it funny that they gave up their flesh and then they immediately start looking for more flesh. 
Yeah. At this point, most of them were, like, of course, like, most of the Necron had become these mindless fucking, like, battle automata. Uh, so and they're basically the, the just ups. robots. Yeah, they are just mindless robots. The higher-ups were uh, largely at the complete beck and call of the Satan, because the Satan were fucking gods. Um... They, the Satan had eaten all of the Necron souls and they were still fucking hungry, so they basically turned the Necron into a galaxy-wide collection force to just hunt down and collect as many living beings as possible for the Satan to feast on the fucking souls of. Which, obviously, kind of brought them to butting heads with the uh, with the old ones a little bit. And it just turns into this massive fuck-off arms race of them continuously making bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, more horrifying fucking weapons, alright? Um, that's that's a whole lot of fucking. Uh, why yeah. don't they just fuck each other and then have that post-nut clarity? Ah, uh, sweet. Well, you see... I, um, the Necrons, uh, they, like, they don't have flesh. I don't think they can not. I mean, like, there's a male and female USB port, for example. Yeah, they can just... They can just butt USB ports, it's fine. <laughs> oh no, they're the, they're like the new iPhones, they don't have audio jacks. Mm. That's that's what they lost. Mm. <laughs> they may not have audio jacks, but they still have charging ports. Not for long. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> First they lost their flesh, then their charging ports! Oh no! Um, like, the, okay, so the Necron made some fucking insane weapons during their time. I think one of the one of the main ones that everyone always harks on about is something called the Celestial Orrery, which is one of my favorite things. It's so fucking stupid. It is on a planet called, I want to say called Thanatos. Oh, God. Yeah, which, which really sets the theme for what it does. Hmm. For, those, for those who don't know, that's the Greek god of death. Yeah. Uh, for those who are more up with uh, contemporary modern fiction, uh, it's where Thanos comes from. There we go. Gee, <laughs> yeah, here it is. I never the, would the have been able to of... tell with the naming. The tomb world of Thanatos is a hollow planet uh, and contains the Celestial Orrery. Basically, TLDR, the Celestial Orrery is this massive open chamber with millions and millions and millions of like holographic pinpricks of light which is a perfect real-time star map of the entire galaxy okay and if you poke one of those little uh dots of light it goes supernova oh i want to go there it would be a bad idea for me to go there i want to yeah. go but it would be a bad idea oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, it would be, be a terrible awful idea, idea. But, like, we're not sure how it works. We're not sure what exactly it does. But it's a star map, and if you touch any of the stars, those stars go supernova almost immediately. In real time. Maury? Acorn. Can we go? Fuck off. <laughs> I'll pencil us in for next week. No. I have a meeting next week. Can we switch it to the week after? What? Yeah, uh, uh, depends what day. If we go late next week, I can do that. Yeah, I can do late next week. Ah, oh, oh, perfect. No. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's go destroy some stars. Woo! Why? <laughs> because but they'll it's... be pretty. Are they necessary? Kind of. Oh. Let's do it anyway. But they made <laughs> shit like that, okay? Uh, in response to the, to the, the Necron having their fucking, like, 
quantum phase technology, the Satan, shit like the Celestial Orrery. The, the old ones responded with probably the worst thing ever done by any species ever. Which, which is, is they something. yeah the the neck the old ones using their mastery of like genetic modification and their uh, talent for rearing new species they brought about a load of new species incredibly psychically talented species for the express purpose of basically creating a warrior race to help them win and fight against the Necron and the Satan. Wait, are these the orcs? Amongst others, they they made a few. They made something called the the Jacaro. Uh, they made a couple of others like minor Xenos races, but two other primary ones they made. They created the Crocs and the Eldari. Now the the Crocs at the time were significantly bigger and scarier and a hell of a lot more powerful and more intelligent than like the modern 40k orcs like you know what the the orcs look like this is this is a croc they are significantly fucking taller they have active control of their psychic powers and they are incredibly intelligent that is a orc a... space marine basically it's a baby it's, it's holding baby. a necron head is it, it is holding a necron's head it, it is. is. <laughs> there we go. That's, you that's the, the picture. How can you not notice? I didn't notice. It is holding a Necron head. But yeah, Crocs. K-R-O-R-K. Uh, unfortunately, the Crocs were deemed largely too stupid or too too warlike and unstable to be really what the the old ones were after. So the old ones kind of abandoned them in favor for the much more stable and much more like carefully rearable and controllable Eldari. I don't. I don't think it's a kinda. They just straight up abandoned them. They were like, ah, yeah. oh, they'll be fine. We'll let them do their own thing. We don't need them. They're not good enough. To be fair, they had a slightly bigger issue at the time. No, you can't just abandon your children. We've learned firsthand how that goes poorly. Look at the God Emperor. Look Ooh. at fucking Frankenstein. Right. All bad things to come out of 40k just simply come from abandoning your kids, basically. Whoever made yeah. 40k, did they have abandonment issues? Because Probably. I'll Same. have to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. They definitely but, have parental issues. They did. Probably. Same. I mean, it, it was from Manchester in, like, the 70s and 80s, so what do you expect? Um, but the there were the Crocs, and there were the Eldari. And the Eldari were the main ones that they really went with. They, they, they did use the Crocs, but a lot less than they had hoped they would be able to use them. Uh, the Eldari, like I said, the Eldari were a lot more stable. Oh no, uh, they're they hot. Oh no, they're <laughs> hot. <laughs> They're a lot more like direct use of their abilities. It reminds me kind of of how Valkyries are depicted. Mm, yeah, a little lot bit. of the Eldari stuff is based heavily off of um, Celtic mythos. It's, yeah, I, I a lot of, like Celtic love inspired it. stories. Yeah, just the one with the wings specifically reminds me of how Valkyries are depicted. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. To be fair. The, the I should call him Steve. Steve, you call everything Steve. 
I don't know most of things. I call Steve, not Steve. You are like Spiv. a goddamn modern Alexander the Great. <laughs> Honestly, how... he had great marketing. He did have great marketing, but how many cities are there called Alexandria, Acorn? Uh, not actually that many anymore. How many but were also... there, Acorn? 26. He founded 26 cities called Alexandria. There we go. But also, Acorn isn't naming them after itself. Yeah. <sighs> True, I suppose. And if we want to make them different, I can go speed one, speed two, speed three, speed four. Oh my god, I'm the god emperor of mankind. And <laughs> and then one of them just just for shits and giggles, you can call it Spavy. Oh, I can call it Spavy. Oh no, but that just sounds Italian. And well, that one really likes pizza. That acorn. It does. Acorn, no, that's fine. You can't be racist against Italians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes, you can make fun of them, but it's not being racist yeah. because I they've oppressed do... so many people. I have They're to white. do a double check because, like, half the like, as you could possibly tell, I don't think of things before they exit my gob. The fact I mean, you call it a gob. I don't know why it's... I started doing that a lot today. Please, say it's that. very UK. It's very orc. It is. It is. <laughs> this just in. People from the UK are orcs. You, I mean, look at us. The, the orcs <laughs> Have are you seen the canonically, the orcs are modelled after British football hooligans. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there is an orc called Gaz Ulthraka. Uh, yeah, it's it's Gaz Mag Ulthraka. Gaz Kul Mag Ulthraka. That's it. <laughs> Or uh, Margaret Thatcher, if you didn't speak Orc. I, I love that. I did Gaskul not speak Orc. Gazkul Magudukthraka is just a really jumbled, fucked up way of saying Margaret Thatcher. Like, the, the sounds roughly line up. Because again, it was made during, like, Thatcher-era politics, like, Thatcher-Regan-era politics. It's all just a piss-take. It was all yeah. originally just a piss-take of fucking fascism and British international policy. <laughs> but the... <laughs> Old ones created the the Eldari and the Crocs, and oh boy, that was a mistake. Because on one hand, it helped, it worked, it almost worked because the Eldari, like with their the amount of physical capability that they had, because the Eldari are incredibly fast, incredibly intelligent, uh, significantly stronger than a regular human, um, incredibly fucking long lived, and incredibly psychically powerful. All of those armed with, like, old one technology and weaponry with the Crocs and all of the other shit that they had almost managed to hold back the Necron. But the Necron... The old ones, the Eldari, and to an extent the Crocs, had complete and total mastery over the Immaterium and over psychic powers and sorceries and magic and all kinds of shit, basically. Um... But where they were the masters of the Immaterium, the Necron, and the Satan were the undisputed masters of real space, and matter, and time, and like a hyper-advanced technology bordering on the point of actual fucking sorcery. Like I said last time about uh, Orokin just rewinding his own fucking court trial so he could try it again. Yeah, that's, that's wild. <laughs> um, to say the least. It's something. And there were uh, two main issues that came from it. Only being, two? 
Yeah, only two. Like, the warfare, the bloodlust, the devastation, the destruction, and the chaos <sighs> that spread across the galaxy uh, was the biggest, most crippling destruction of all things that the galaxy had ever seen, basically. It was the largest conflict that the galaxy, potentially the universe, had ever fucking come across. Um... And the issue was where the Old Ones had created a number of incredibly powerful psychic races and then immediately set them to war. The amount of psychic power being pulled from the warp was jumping exponentially day by day by day. Paired with the massive amount of violence that was being pulled from it, it started to make the warp incredibly unstable. Really? Yeah. Never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. Because all of that pain, all of that fury, all of that destruction, all of that put together started to make the warp incredibly unstable, incredibly chaotic, and it became, for the first time really, it stopped being the Immaterium and it became the warp. It became this twisting, coiling place, and it's from that point onwards that the webway is so important, because at that point, warp travel starts to become dangerous. Like, a ship can just get consumed by a warp storm as it's passing through, and there is shit all you can do about that, basically. But the, the webway is safe from that, so that starts to become one of the main reasons that the webway is so important. Um, but paired with the massive amount of chaos and destructive energy and negative emotion being channeled into the warp, and the massive amount of galaxy-wide genocide where basically every intelligent race is just being systematically wiped out and consumed by the Necron and the Satan, um, the galaxy basically starts to sterilize itself, and one by one by one, almost all intelligent species just start to die out or get wiped out. And eventually... Okay. Yeah. Eventually, the galaxy basically goes cold. The Necron managed to win the war in heaven. And that's one of the worst things that could have possibly happened to the galaxy, correct? Uh, maybe, maybe not. To be honest, actually, it wasn't that bad of an issue. And it wouldn't have been that bad of an issue <laughs> if the Eldar hadn't survived the war in heaven. Oh... The Old Ones were wiped out. To our knowledge, there are no more Old Ones. There's like a theory that the Emperor is an Old One that landed on Earth and eventually like joined in with Human Society, but that, that, that has a few issues that I don't like that I will get to when we eventually cover the origin of the Emperor of Mankind. Um, but f as far as we're aware, to our knowledge, the Old Ones are either entirely wiped out or the few remaining members of their kind basically fucked off into, like, the abyss between galaxies and just disappeared. Same. Big mood, I know. Um, the Eldar, having been firmly fucking rooted, and, uh, is it rooted or routed? Routed. I think routed. Routed. The Eldar, having been, like, firmly routed with, like, the destruction of the, the Old Ones, the Crocs kind of going AWOL and losing themselves somewhere in the galaxy, and then, like, slowly devolving into the Orcs. Um... The true babies. The true babies. Uh, the Eldar kind of just hid away on some of their homeworlds and in the webway where they didn't have to worry about anything. Um, with oh yes, I too like escapism. Honestly, <laughs> With the Satan's food source having more or less just been completely gutted with the galaxy being sterilized by 
both the Red Harvests, the war, and especially towards the very end of it, there was something called the Enslaver Plague, which is basically like... Enslavers were giant fucking horrifying jellyfish monsters. Hold on, I'll, I will get a picture of them. Oh, um, <laughs> Do I want to know? Does it have flesh? Yeah, does it have flesh? That is a good question. They I mean, kind jellyfish... of only have flesh, really. Yeah, jellyfish are just flesh. These, so, these like... things are fucking disgusting. I hate them. Oh, I love Oh, same. It's like a giant bloated jellyfish uh, tick with a load of tentacles and a giant fucking eye. Oh, here's one that's in colour. <laughs> Oh, that yes. is some Eldrazi vibes, man. Yeah, it definitely looks very... If, if you know Magic the Gathering, it definitely looks very, like, Eldrazi drone kind of stuff. I love um, the Eldrazi. Why does it look pretty? It is pretty. I shouldn't like it. I hate the face. I hate the eyes. But, like, the shape is, is pretty. Basically, the Enslavers were, the like, one of the first native species to come from the warp um with all the chaos and all the destruction and everything in there at some point during the end of the warring heaven the enslavers started to show up and one by one basically they would any any psychically von any psychically sensitive creature an enslaver could connect to from the warp and then twist their mind and turn their body into a gateway for them to enter into the Materium, where they could then dominate the minds and bodies of other sentient creatures and turn those into gateways for other enslavers. Oh, that is what oh you God. call an intense pregnancy. It is. So I bear in mind that. that all of these new races, so many new races had been created by the old ones. Who themselves and they're all were also incredibly psychically, psychically powerful. powerful. And all of these new ones are psychically powerful. So you have the Red Harvests, you have the War in Heaven itself and all of the death and the backlash from that. You have the Enslaver Plague. <laughs> Honestly? Kind of worse than COVID. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But like, we have no idea. We have no idea how long the the war in heaven lasted for but we know that by the end of it the enslavers were all dead the hmm. old ones were all dead and the eldari had fucked off and the galaxy was basically a mostly sterilized cold empty place with almost no intelligent sentient or sapient species left alive in it so where did everyone go they were all dead um, yeah, but you said that a bunch of people fucked off, so where did they go? The Eldari fucked off into the Wedways, and they, like, hid on their homeworlds that they tried to, like, fortify and shit. The Eldari managed to survive. The Necron and the Satan survived, but then we come to the issue of the Satan have spent the entire Red War glutting themselves and feasting on genociding entire planets and species to feast on their souls. And then all of a sudden, their food source just dries up, right? Like, they run out of food. The orcs, they run out yeah, of souls. The orcs are also some knocking about somewhere. Yeah, the orcs are somewhere. The issue with orcs is they are almost... Once you have an orc on a planet, that planet is fucked. Because if you yeah. kill an orc, their body releases spores, which will then find a cool, dark place to settle and then grow into new orcs. Being ah. orcs are mushrooms. Orcs are canonically mushrooms. Ah! I love that. It is they a common battlefield surgery. 
for an orc doctor to cut the head off of an orc that's still alive but heavily injured, cut the head off of an orc that's dead but has a mostly okay body, stitch the head on, and then just wait for that orc to get back up. That. I hate that, but I love that. They're mushrooms. They are orc actually pain mushrooms. Orc boys are something else, man. Yeah, orc pain boys are fucking scary. Um, what the fuck are those? Pain They're boys are the what they doctors. call their medics. Yeah. They're the medics. The pain boys are medics. In in some distant annals of orc history or croc history, we have loose references to what they call the brain boys, which we think are the old ones. Oh, I like that. Yeah, That's they're the brain cute, boys. Though. Orcs orcs call everyone boys. Like there's weird boys, there's the boys, there's the uh the pain boys, the mad boys. Anger and then boys. You get the knobs. <laughs> nobs, N-O-B-Z, is short for nobles, but they don't know that. They don't know that. I love no, that. No, they have no idea. They have no idea. They're too stupid. But the Satan is suddenly starving. Um, and at this point, Cesarek, the Silent King, you remember that motherfucker with the screaming fucking torso. I'm finally going to yeah. answer what the screaming torso above his throne is. Thank you! No worries. Uh, Cesarek and the bunch of the other pharaons and nobles of the Necron decide, okay, the Satan are weak, we have dominated the entire galaxy, let's fucking kill the Satan. Oh, damn. And they do... technically... They do semicolon. They do, kind of. Um... They manage. Okay, so out of there's a. I I correct myself from last time. I said there were like a, a half dozen Satan. There were at least a couple dozen of them. Um, they managed to kill two of them. Okay. Oh. Quite managed, an accomplishment. Yeah, quite a fucking accomplishment. They managed to completely annihilate two of them. They managed to shatter all of the others. So they no longer have flesh be it metal or otherwise. <laughs> yes. They they kill two of them. The rest of them, they shatter. Because if you remember, the Satan were like pure energy beings that the Necron invited Yeah, they into... gave them the, yeah, uh, the, the... biometal thing to yeah, inhabit. Yeah, the Necrodermis. They gave yeah, them the thing. Necrodermis bodies to inhabit the living, like, fluid biomechanical structures. And they managed to forcefully bind the Satan into the Necrodermis so they couldn't escape from it, and then shatter the Necrodermis bodies into dozens, if not hundreds, of separate fragments and shards. Each of these fragments have, like, a, a sliver of the, the tr full Satan's true power, but none of the mind, like, barely a fraction of the identity or the personality or the self. And Acorn, you... you, you Ref like, you guys said that they were like Gardevoirs, you said they were like Pokemon. They use the Satan Shards like Pokemon. Oh, oh shit! Because each of the Satan Shards are like these tiny fragments of the whole body, and they trap them in this, like, infinite dimensional labyrinth box called the Tesseract Labyrinth, and they will carry them around with them, like, the overlords and shit will carry around, like, shards of Satan, and then release them onto a battlefield. They will use oh, the Satan Shards like Pokemon. Satan Shard, go! Use <laughs> Psychic Wave! Yes, exactly! Well, not Psychic Wave, but yes! <laughs> Like, right, those so, are... there'd be 
dark ghost type? Te- some of them would, some of them wouldn't. Oh, that's fascinating. Like, the, the screaming torso above Cesarek's throne is a satan shard that he drags around with him caged to his throne as a symbol of, you did this to us and we took everything from you. Damn. That is metal as fuck. That Literally. Is... But, so the satan are, like, permanently bound to the artificial flesh that they were brought into. Yes. Yes, they are stuck in the in the shards of their necrodermis bodies. That's that's fascinating. Like the satan shards are playable minis in the tabletop. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because you wouldn't want an entire satan because that would just be like black hole destroy everything. Yeah, um, you can get there are certain different types of satan. Like they will have. Uh, okay, so the picture I'm sharing to you now are a f- the the four named Satan that we know of properly, uh, and like what they look like. But I really some want Satan... one of them to just be like a floating hand. <laughs> probably, That's there's probably pretty. one somewhere. Like thing the from the Adams family. Of... You right. <laughs> the the Satan that we know of, they're all like fragments of the same satan so like fragments of the void dragon that are put together will just make a more powerful void dragon shard because it will be fragments of the void dragon's identity and mind being put back together fragments of the deceiver coming together does the same so on and so forth sometimes they will just take chunks of several different satan and like forcefully melt the shards together to create this like mindless amalgam of pain and fragmented identity. That's like the transcendent Satan, the one on the far right. It's, that one's the most ghostly. Yeah, because it has the least identity in itself, so it's almost its most pure energy body. So, does anyone has anyone ever accidentally put too many shards together and they? The Satan, like, regains sentience for a little bit, and they're just like, oh shit, break. Yes. Yes, they uh... did. <laughs> um, okay, this, uh, spoilers for Infinite and the Divine, uh, like, the end of Infinite and the Divine. I know you guys aren't going to read it, but if anyone's listening who wants to read it, then skip ahead, like, two minutes. Um, I will go back and edit in a, a statement for, like, the exact time to skip to. <laughs> but the basically they spend the entire time in Infinite the Divine trying to track down like a puzzle box and use it to open like a secret vault somewhere on a planet that, that contains what they believe to be like the secret to how to regain their their flesh and their humanity or their necrontirity. Um ne- their necronity. Uh, yeah, because you their necronity. You, you... Sorry. And they eventually get through okay. to the vault and necron-tiri. they open it and it is f- sorry, Akon go. Necrontiddy. Necron Tiddy! They eventually Necron get through titty. to the vault and they open it. And it is five shards of the Deceiver. Oh my! <laughs> that has oh been no. talking to them through, like, scrambled radio signals. <laughs> I mean, he kept good at his job. Yeah! yeah. He yeah. lives up to his fucking name! Like, the Satan are supposed to know more than three shards of the same satan are ever 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 supposed to be kept near each other yeah and it was five shards of the deceiver so how many shards were each of the 
each of them uh, shattered into? Like, it is, Aiden it is or an unknown mount. Potentially a couple dozen, potentially hundreds each. We're not sure. We have no actual idea of knowing. It's more than seven. It's definitely more than seven. Yeah. Uh, we we know of a few of them. Like they've shown up at different points in the books and such, but we have no idea how many have actually been shattered into, or how many there actually are out in the galaxy. But yeah, that's how does one re-break the shards? Panic. Beats the shit out of them, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Beats the shit out of them until their power is expended, and then. Put the sh- rip the shards away from each other and put them into a tesseract labyrinth. Basically, that is your your only option, more or less. Had these five shards like physically reconnected, or were they all just are they like a uh, magnetized hematite? Yeah, they're like magnetized chunks together, basically. But like with that much <laughs> power running around and through them, binding them together. Yeah, that that would be difficult to break apart. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. an alcoholic priest in the blood of God. <laughs> Ooh. God, that's a fucking raw line. Mm. I love I like that. I'm using that. I wanna say Can it's you... my joke, but it's not. Who where did you get that from? Uh blue. Uh, yeah, understandable. Yeah, OSB. Yeah, I think it's in one of his Pope Fight videos. Uh, okay, I can't find it annoyingly, like mm. which specific ones it actually was, but the two shit Satan that got um actually fucking murdered and just completely fucking annihilated and destroyed. Uh I cannot find what their actual names are, unfortunately. But basically oh. one of them I believe is referred to as the Flayer, and another is referred to as the Destroyer. Ah, pleasant names. Indeed. Yeah. Basically, you definitely want to have them uh, not around if mm-hmm. you're fighting against them. They killed them, and as they killed them, they released a curse onto ah. the Necron who destroyed them, being the Flayer virus and the Destroyer virus. Named after themselves. Is this why they didn't kill anymore and only separated the other ones? I'm not sure. It might have been that they physically weren't capable of killing more, given how fucking difficult it was to actually kill them. That's a secondary question. Yep. What happens if you go to a star, drop a satan shard in it, and then you tell someone that you've done it, you exit the radius, and that person pokes the star on that celestial crucible thing. That might work. The the celestial orrery. So you like drop a satan shard okay. into a star and then blow it the fuck up. Yeah, because you that could might like work. You could either send like a literally a suicide squad in to do it. So as soon as you get the clear that they've dropped the satan shard in, it's immediately tapped the dot. Or you could let them get away. <laughs> from the supernova and then tap the dot. You don't have to rig up any explosions, you just gotta poke a wall. There is also the very slight chance that dropping a satan shard into a sun would allow the satan shard to feast on the power and attempt to restore itself. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because they used to feast on stars before they had mechanical flesh. Yeah. That's, that, okay, so you definitely send in a suicide squad, drop it in, immediately blow the fucking thing up. Yeah. (laughs) And pray it doesn't have time to eat. Pray, hope and pray. Uh, I found it. It was uh, Landugor the Flayer. That's it. When he was destroyed, he was not simply he was not simply splintered as his brothers were, but utterly obliterated. In his dying moments, the star god inflicted a terrible curse upon the Necrons, tainting them with an echo of his fathomless hunger of its essence. The victims of this terrible madness are the flayed ones, and basically, it is a virus uh, that causes the Necrons to develop an obsession with meat and with oh. regaining flesh. Ugh. And I've, mean... I've just sent the pictures, and basically what it will do, it will twist the Necrons' bodies and minds, and it will force them to hunt down organics, flay them alive, and basically wear their skin and bones and meat in an attempt to feel like they are whole and alive once again. It's wearing half of a human skeleton as a hat! Yep. It's a good fashion statement! It's quite the fashion statement. However, that's that is some very grotesque flesh on that robot skeleton. I like it is. I like how like that's that's your issue with it. My main issue is they have a really bad tailor, and they need to get better fitting flesh. Yeah, they need to get better fitting flesh. No, my 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 main concern is the the flesh that they stretched over their own skull. They are they are completely fucking. Delirious, completely insane, just feral, berserk motherfuckers screaming and running forward at full speed trying to kill anything and everything, basically. Oh, I like the first illustration better, actually. Because you sent three? Yeah. Like, that one actually, like, looks kind of cool. It looks like rotting leather rather than just flesh, like, is on the third one. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fucking horrid. They're cool as fuck, but they're fucking horrid. Yeah, keep them away from me, please. I do not want them stealing my flesh. Not yet. <laughs> the, the I don't need des- my flesh. The Destroyer virus and the Destroyer cults were kind of similar, but they developed a pure obsession with just simply wiping out all life, all organic life. Every microbe, every tree, plant, animal. Ah, uh, uh, yes, pathological need to commit genocide. Yes. Any and all organic life in the entire universe just has to be systematically wiped out, basically. That's that's what the Destroyer Cult says. But the scary shit about this is, to any Necron that comes near to these things, if they talk to them, if they receive a code transmission from them, it can spread it to them. Yeah, there it is. And you can't get rid of it, and you can't make new Necrons. Yeah, so just, unless they're perfectly quarantined, there's... Eventually, the Necron will just cease to exist as they are, and they will all yeah. be infected with one or both of the. Can you be infected with both? Maybe I'm not sure. Cause like you can you can uh, want to destroy all of life, but there's always going to be like microbes living in the flesh that you cover yourself with. So how do you deal with that dichotomy? Hmm. True. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if you can be both. I don't think you can, I've, or at least I've never seen it. I'm not entirely certain on that. Um, they are completely fucking insane either way. Yeah. 
so the the Necron just in general are on the decline, whether they want to be or not. I th- I think for the most part, most if not all of the the destroyers and the uh, flayers are at least tracked, if not contained. There may be a few who are out and about. But, like, for the most part, they have them under control. They'll also use destroyers and flayers like Pokemon, uh, trapping them in a box and then dropping them onto a battlefield a safe distance away from everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. Um, you could also give them the drop into the sun treatment, but I don't know if that would actually destroy the, the soul. Because, er, the, not the soul, because they don't have the, a soul. The... Necrodermis body. It might do. You you can destroy them. It's just fucking difficult. Yeah. I mean, the alternate is black hole, which black hole would work. Yeah. You would ideally want a satan for that, though. <laughs> yeah. Ironic. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are pre-existing black holes that you can, if you already have them in a uh, labyrinth box, you can just like. Chuck them the towards Tesseract Labyrinth into the black hole. Yeah, yeah. That would chuck work. the Tesseract Labyrinth, and if the Tesseract Labyrinth doesn't work for destroying it before it gets into the event horizon, at least it can't escape. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? I would hope so. Yeah, you'd really hope so, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's a that's an important thing that I do need to mention. Um... So where the, the the old ones were making all of these hyper-powerful psychic weapons and fucking up the warp, because the since the Necron didn't have souls, they had no real protection or defense against any kind of psychic powers. So they were getting kind of fucked by that. Um, same thing with the Satan, where they didn't really have souls. They had a complete mastery of reality, but it was like reality versus unreality, effectively. It was like mastery of both forces. Um, the Satan and the Necron are believed to have worked on creating something called Blackstone, and, like, Blackstone Pylons, which are basically these colossal fucking onyx, jet-black, obelisk, monolith things that are scattered across various different planets and nebulas and sections of the galaxy. And basically, what Blackstone Pylons are, they are psychic dampeners. They produce, like, a psychic dead zone. So basically, a Faraday cage for yeah. psychic energy. Like a, a Faraday cage for psychic energy. Uh, and a lot of these were on a planet that would later become a human world called Cadia, which will be important that... a long time in the future. Is that where those... The... the the Oh, I can't remember what you called them. Blackstone Fortress? Yeah, the, the people who are like... Who are the dead spots in a psychers field, and they go around... Pariahs. Pariahs, thank you. Yes. Okay. Is that where they uh, come from? I don't am I, know. I don't am think I, am so. Am I treading I th- into spoiler territory for Bing? Uh, you're you're not spoilers, but definitely theory. I think pariahs are like where humans can naturally evolve. Where some humans are psychics, some humans are simply anti-psychics. Fun. I, think I know some people that. who are like that. I know. I do indeed know some people who drain the mental intellect of everything in the vicinity. Yeah. It's Nando. It's always Nando. <laughs> we love Nando. We love Nando. Any sort of predictive ability that you have, he will be able to negate it. it. Yeah, 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 it goes out of the yeah, window. No, firmly. 
but they made the blackstone pylons and these kind of like dead zones of i i assume originally their plan was to like if we can carpet the entire galaxy in enough blackstone pylons then we don't have to worry about anything psychic ever again and we'll have complete dominance and we'll be fine but they didn't get to that point um something else that was made that is very important to mention that won't be important for a long time um was something called blackstone fortresses now we're strangely enough we're not actually sure if it was the necron and the satan who made these or if it was the old ones who made these there's just oh. no record yeah yeah there's there's no a special record of who or what made them it was it's made out of blackstone the same kind of stuff that the necron used except it doesn't work in quite the same way uh this is a blackstone fortress basically they are like continent sized space stations they are colossal oh. colossal space stations um made out of blackstone except they are not psychic dead zones they are psychic amplifiers oh that's funky yeah so they're using the same material that has the same properties and it just does the opposite effect yeah yeah basically is it, it, like, it works both because ways they've is it because they put so much together? Maybe? We have fucking no idea how the fuck it like, works. Like in video games where your numbers get so high they go into the negative. Like a like a like an overflow error. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have we have no idea. These things have been like dormant for like sixty million years more or less, just kind of floating. There's like a number of them scattered throughout the galaxy. They've been dormant floating throughout the galaxy around the place. Um Humanity actually found a few of them, and have, have either of you ever played Mass Effect or like watched Mass Effect or know anything about Mass Effect lore? Not really. Kinda, yeah. Kind of. Okay, so you know how in in Mass Effect, um, there were like the the Prometheans, was it, or the Forerunners, or like basically the the hyper advanced species that kind of disappeared like several thousand years ago, um. They left, like, the Mass Effect relays and the Citadel and shit like that. Basically, like, massive interstellar warp gates that allow you to travel all the way around the galaxy. They left those, and then as various different, like, sentient species came into the Space Age, they found them, developed the technology from them, and then integrated to use those uh, gateways, right? Okay. Okay. Basically, humanity found a bunch of these and just kind of turned them into spaceports. Yeah, that sounds like humanity. Because that's that's yeah. kind of what they were built for. That's kind of what they do. Like they are spaceports, effectively. They are giant fuck off spaceports. Yeah, just reminds me of the fact that humans will turn anything into capitalism if they can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something else that you may notice is because I've been trying to find a good picture of it is where they are like two sets of uh, crosses that spiral over each other. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I also noticed the pyramidal shapes, and I'm just like, hmm, question They mark? make the Chaos Star. Oh my god, they do! I don't know what that is. It's, it's, the it's basically the insignia chaos. for Chaos. Mm, they make the Chaos that's... Star, interestingly enough, and I don't know what the correlation is there. Um, that when... actually might have to do with the fact that it does the opposite because 
Maybe. Yeah. Like the it, Okay. Yeah. These things have a giant fuck off psychic laser cannon that just shoots a massive beam of psychic condensed psychic energy that can annihilate entire planets. If you put a few of them together and fire their beams into each other, they can produce a bigger laser which can blow up suns. Death Star? Yeah, basically it's a Death Star. Actually, no, it's a fucking star killer base. These things are fucking planet killers. These things are star system killers. No one has any idea how the fuck they work anymore. We can't really use them anymore. <laughs> Wonderful. I love Wonderful. that. Uh, those will not be important for another 60 million years. <laughs> we or, love that. In our case, 60 million and two episodes. Indeed. 60 million and two episodes. <laughs> but we... The Necron one. The old ones are dead, the the Crocs and Orcs have gone missing, the Eldari are hiding in the webway, the Satan are shattered, and the Necron have kind of conquered the galaxy. And at this point, Cesarek the Silent King kind of looks at everything that's happened, goes, yo, this is fucked, dog. What the fuck? Those exact words. Probably. Yeah, those exact no, words. That's exactly how he talks. Yo, this is fucked, dog. Yeah. That's why he was the Silent King, because whenever he talked, everyone lost respect for him. <laughs> yeah. uh basically he used his like command overrides to take all of the necrons of which there are like hundreds of millions potentially billions we're not entirely sure how many there actually are the silent king put all of the necron into sleep and set them all to stasis mode basically the the necron disappeared off into tomb worlds scattered across the entire galaxy basically entire planets that have been hollowed out and turned into like necron throne worlds and hive worlds and shit where the whole planet is just this massive storage bay for sleeping necron soldiers sleepy boys overlords and all of that it's I like yeah. to think that at least uh, a few of them will have teddies and blankets wrapped around their shoulders. Aww. Yeah. At least a few of them do. Like, just, just, oh, would that have worked on the crazy ones? Did that work on the crazy ones? Uh, putting them to sleep? Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of the, I think most of the crazy ones were in, like, stasis. Oh. Or, like, the crazy ones were in, like, the Tesseract labyrinths and shit to, to keep them contained. I'm not so sure. they were mostly contained to begin with, so... But could yeah. they receive that communication from their leader? I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, I have no, absolutely no idea. I think time is kind of paused inside a Tesseract Labyrinth anyway. Okay. Normally. Um, but he, he put all of them to sleep and put them into stasis until such a time where there was enough shit in the galaxy for the for the necron to awaken and properly instate themselves as like the rightful first rulers of the universe basically because at this point the galaxy was empty there was nothing for them to do yeah. so they got bored so they had a nap yeah basically <laughs> me too uh question you keep mentioning that it's just, like, within the galaxy. So is all of Warhammer just contained within our galaxy? Yes. So, theoretically, there could be a separate race of old ones in another galaxy that are just watching eating popcorn. Yes. Uh, their, their tabletop game is is called uh, Peace Scalpel. Yeah, they've, they've got it sorted out. They never had to deal with chaos. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, because they didn't fuck up. Exactly. No, it's like the the Tyranids. We know the, so the Tyranids are these like giant fucking hyper mutating, hyper evolving hive mind bug monster lizards that just devour entire planets and then fuck off to the next one to consume the next planet. They're they're the Zerg from StarCraft. The Zerg from StarCraft are based on Tyranids. Um, they uh, uh. Uh, the, the, the Nids come from outside the galaxy. They are extragalactic. Because when the Tyranids first showed up in the Milky Way galaxy, they showed up from, like, the side of the galactic disk, and they have entered the galaxy from both sides of the galactic disk at different points at different times. So they kind of have the galaxy low-key surrounded, and we, we're pretty sure they come from another galaxy where they have just consumed the entire galaxy, scoured the entire galaxy of life, and then moved on to another one. They did what the Necrons tried, but they were more successful. Yeah, basically. and it's More well, successful I think and a... didn't take a nap. Yeah, they're yeah. more successful and didn't take a nap. They are called the Great Devourer for a reason. Nom nom um, nom. Nom nom Delicious. nom. When they showed up, I think there's a line somewhere in one of the books f- from a Tyranid point of view saying that they had some weird, like, extra-dimensional shit going on in this specific galaxy, which implies that chaos doesn't exist in other galaxies. Oh, okay. that's interesting. That's, that's funky. Like, the chaos gods and demons and shit is a localized effect because of how badly we have fucked up our galaxy. Oh yeah, shit, no, damn, no. I... We, do... we ain't old ones. <laughs> True. We are nerdlings. We are indeed we... nerdlings. Yeah. We haven't done shit, but the people who have done shit, they fucked up real fucking bad. Oh uh-huh. yeah, they... That isn't just fix it with a band-aid. That is... Oh god. Oh god. Oh dear, oh god, oh no. Oh gods, oh no, the gods are dead. Oh. But the, the, the Necron tier go to sleep. Cesarek takes himself and the, the Triarch, basically the, the two little dudes also on his model, and I think maybe a couple of others, and they hop in his personal little ship, and Cesarek says, fuck this, and just flies out. He puts the entire Necron species to sleep, leaves the entire Milky Way galaxy cold, dead, and empty, and then just leaves and just leaves the galactic disk and flies out into the void between galaxies to meditate and find peace in the silence of the great nothingness. He literally went low by bitch. Yeah, and then he does not come back for another 60 million years. <laughs> well, I hope he found his peace, but... It's a it's Warhammer, so no. Yeah, no. He he might have to be fair. That might be where he was off to for all that time, just enjoying himself in a happy paradise galaxy that doesn't have chaos gods and in fact has love gods like Slanesh. Yeah, like Slanesh without the crab claws. We have a love god. Love god, baby, love god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> The gods can't help you now, kiddo. Honor is dead. I'll see what I can do. Oh my heart, no! It's it's a shame because Honor would just get fucking smacked. I, uh, you know what? I think even Odium would get smacked here, man. Yeah. Um. Uh, just so you know, uh, we have been visited by my cat, who is now in my sweatshirt pocket. Oh. oh. Give Lady a stroke for me. 
She is getting ear scratches as we speak. Oh yeah. The cameo. Yeah. <laughs> our so first we... guest star, lady. Yeah. So we have our pet squig, Trash Canal, and then we have my cat who just uh hangs around and gets pet by the visitors to our tea shop. Aww. We have Mossball, but he escaped and he's running around out back and we're really hoping Trash Cannot does not find him. Mossball is oh, my hamster. No. Moss Mossball's gonna tr- chase Trash Cannot around. Oh, yeah, right. Trash Cannot is scared of Mossball because Mossball bit his tail. If we are if we are unlucky, Mossball will wake up and we will hear him. Because he's a loud hamster. He's very squeaky. Um, I hope he stays asleep. He's a noisy bitch. He is. Lady will occasionally just scream, but we love her. Don't we Same. all, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the void screams back, and that's when we go and tell Maury, because chaos has responded. Oh, no. Yeah. Lady is not but... a black cat, so she is not the void that is screaming, unfortunately. The galaxy is cold and dead. The Eldar are missing. Well, the Eldar are hiding. The Orcs are missing. The Old Ones are gone. And the Necron are sleeping. And that's more or less the end of the First War in Heaven. The First War in Heaven. Okay. Okay. The the Second War in Heaven is basically the, the, the name that the Eldar gave to the myth of their gods. To describe, like, the, the birth and creation and eventual, like, civil war that their gods had. Um... And it's, it's loosely inspired by their kind of, like, cultural memory of the actual war in heaven. So there weren't actually two wars in heaven. It was just, there was one, and then there was fanfiction written about it. <laughs> I Maybe? Feel like, I feel like it's, it's closer to there was one, and then there was a more localized one. Like, the Eldar had their own flavor of it. Um, where they, where it was like actually their gods fighting instead of the warp becoming the warp. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's 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 more or less it. But I think that will be a topic for next episode, where we go into the second war in heaven, or to change up the title so that it's a little bit more interesting, uh, the rise and fall of the elder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think two episodes on the War in Heaven, one of which actually addresses the War in Heaven, is plenty in a row. I honestly Mm. think that, like, we met our goals. Yep. And only having two episodes with a bunch of people with ADHD who love to go on tangents... Oh, absolutely. ...is really good. Oh, we did excellently. Yeah. This is interesting. It's fun. I just slammed my We need to actually do an outro. We do... We do. Am I going to? (sighs) Bye, guys! Bye! (laughs) No, for real though, thank you everyone for for joining and listening to us yet again, uh, and for listening to the inane bullshit rambling that we just kind of toss out here. Um, We should... I think we're planning on having new episodes out every week-ish. If something happens, something happens, but it'll be mostly every week. Uh, either every week or every two weeks. We're still working on that. Yeah. But we will, uh, we will try to get them out. Stay updated on the Discord. Yeah, stay yeah, updated on the Discord. we have a Discord now. We have a Discord. We do indeed. You can uh, get access to the Discord if you, you join the Patreon at the lowest tier. Um, and then you can get other cool things. 
that we're still working out. Oh, we are. Oh, we, we, we prepared for this. Yeah, we have various tiers. We have various uh, different rewards for joining at those tiers. That we are planning and preparing. Indeed. Yeah. We also have the Facebook page, question mark? Yes. Uh, you can find us at Tea Time with Heretics on Patreon and Facebook. You can give us support. You can uh, send some interaction with us through either of those. Uh, any questions, uh, anything that you have, ideas, comments. Uh, we'd love to hear back any kind of... We're not on nope. Twitter because we're not going to pay $8 a month for something that is going to die within the next year, I'm pretty sure. Wait, you have to pay for Twitter now? No, no, you have to pay $8 a month to to ha have the blue verification check on Twitter. Like, you're not able to actually get verified on Twitter anymore. It's instead you pay yeah. $8 and you get the blue verification tick. And wow. if you don't pay for the verification, you are basically shadow banned because anyone who is verified gets priority and they always push prioritize the verified people's priority so you have to scroll down real far to see unverified people it's it's horribly backfired though because people yeah. are now making like t twitters for major companies paying eight dollars to verify for a month and then making tweets there was there was someone who made a twitter for like a major american yeah it was eli lily the one that was making uh, insulin really fucking expensive for people who That's are it. diabetic. And, and like, killing people with how much they're charging for insulin. Yeah, and they made a tweet, something along the lines of, yeah, we're going to lower insulin prices, and then... No, they uh, didn't Eli say they were going to lower it, they said, insulin is free now. Ah, uh, shit, yeah. So, and then, and the then Eli Lilly lost so much fucking money because of it, and I'm just like, good. People yeah, yeah. deserve to be Not able to live. Not so much fucking money. Six billion US dollars yeah, in the next so much... four hours. God. Oh yeah. my god. Also, there was someone, like, as soon as it was available, they they verified themselves and then tweeted as Elon Musk about, yeah. like, supporting women's rights. Oh, that's uh, hilarious. As well as yeah. several about his wife leaving him. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's. I love it's, people wasting money just to shit on major corporations. <laughs> the fact that it was that much money, though, because it's not the only company that's happened to. It's happened to so many in yeah. days. It's beautiful. I love that it. Is... It's, but it's great. If if you have an opinion on on how badly Twitter is going, <laughs> feel free to, <laughs> to drop it on our Facebook page. Uh, as well as or on our other... Discord. Or on our Discord. If you're listening to this when Twitter is dead, let us know. Let us know when Twitter died. Let us know yeah, if you're listening wrong. to this from the future, then let us know, uh, yeah. When and how Twitter died. Let us know if the Necrons are back, too. Were you there the day that Twitter died? That's a reference to the books that people who are listening to this to learn aren't going to get. <laughs> I don't get it either. So, Why do you think I'm here? Were you there mu the day Musk killed Twitter? <laughs> oh, oh no, you say it like that and I have a fear for what the reference is to. It's, I was there the day that Horus slew the Emperor. Yes! Is, is the, is the opening line of do. the first book. Damn, that is hardcore. Mm. Foreshadowing! <laughs>
Indeed. Sure, foreshadowing, more like here, let me block out the entire sun. Mm. Anyway, it's been lovely having you all with us. It's been been lovely talking with you both, as always. It's been lovely uh, hearing all of our inane rambling, and hopefully everyone else has enjoyed it. It I certainly have. Amazing. And I had a hot chocolate this week! We're so proud of you! Um, If you, in fact, hear Lady Meowing, let us know, because... I, I love it when she does that. I love when she says hello. She's so cute. If you uh, get on the Discord, you'll be able to see exclusive pictures of my cat lady. That's that's a Patreon ex- that's a Patreon exclusive. The Patreon if you, exclusive. If you join on Patreon, you get pictures of Bing's cat. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason that it's not going on the Facebook is because I don't own Facebook. I it's not worth it. It's Honestly, not. I don't blame you. Alright, everyone, have a lovely night. Uh, don't get Pokeballed, I guess. If you have I'm a sorry, pet, what? give them love. Pokeballed, like the Satan. Don't get Pokeballed. I'm funny! No. Don't get pulled into a pocket dimension labyrinth. Anyways, have a good night, or whatever time of day you're listening to this. Don't Goodbye. Like Bye. I have to pee.